Hey, beauty lovers and fellow entrepreneurs. I'm Yegi, the owner and founder of Yegi Beauty. Within five years of being my own boss, I was able to grow Yegi Beauty into a multi-million dollar company. This podcast is where I share what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in the beauty industry. Hi, Raya. How are you today? Hi, Yegi. I'm doing good. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm so excited to have you here, and I'm very proud of us for being here and being available to do this with (laughs) both of us having newborns, so yay us! (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, So, but before we jump in, do you want to tell everybody who you are and what do you do so they can know a little bit about you before we get started? Yes. Hello, I'm Raya J. Um, I'm a licensed esthetician. I am mostly known for my lashes. Um, I'm the owner of MILF Beauty. It stands for Makeup Hair Lashes Facials. And um, I'm a mom of two beautiful kids. I have a boy and a girl and life is quite busy these days. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's a good introduction. What is the best Part of being an entrepreneur? The best part of being an entrepreneur is making my own schedule, hands down. <laughs> um, especially with having two kids, life gets busy. So I get to have that control over my schedule. I also like being an entrepreneur because networking. Um, I love to network and I love to meet new people and it just opens up so many doors for you to just meet all different types of people from all walks of life. Um, so that would have to be why I love being an entrepreneur. Great. And then what would you say the worst part is? (laughs) (laughs) You know, the worst part about being an entrepreneur is I stopped working a nine to five, so I didn't feel like I was working so much. But being an entrepreneur, I work 24 seven. So I would have to say that's the worst part. You never stop working. Even when you say, oh, I'm taking a break, I'm not going to work. <laughs> you end up marketing, you're making social social media posts. Somehow you're always working. So that would have to be the downside. But would you say you have fun with it so you don't mind working 24-7 or do you feel like there's just no break at all? Um. Well, I'm definitely normal, so I do have burnout sessions, but I absolutely love what I do. So to me, it's not working. Um. I think that's why it's the downside because I'm like, oh, I'm just posting or I'm marketing or I'm answering clients' messages. Like, it's not a big deal, but um, I love what I do. So it's not too of a bad thing. <laughs> yes, I totally, yeah, I totally agree. Even for me too, I, I really try to do the whole balance thing and block out my schedule and say, okay, I'm not working these days, but no matter what, we still answer the phone and emails yep. and still be involved when we're needed. But for me too, I would like, I would agree that I don't mind doing what I like, what I do. I love, I love doing what I do, so I don't mind working 24-7, but definitely yes. I've learned alongside that I need to create like boundaries from myself and, and yes. really like not do it or else it can be very exhausting and consuming. <laughs> Yes, it can. 
And I guess the worst part would also be not only the physically working part, but probably also your brain doesn't turn off 24-7. You're always thinking about your business. It's not like you're always. off the clock and you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to think about it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning, you'll just be laying there like, ooh, should I get this color? Or should I get this? Or, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I have to make a post about this. Or, oh, my gosh, I forgot to text that client back. Your brain never shuts off. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is one thing most people don't know about you um, or your brand? Um, that's a good question. So I would have to say starting with my brand, um, a lot of, of what people really don't know is like the MILF beauty. When they first hear MILF, they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it stands <laughs> for makeup, hair, lashes, facials. Um, I really kept like that name really close to me for a while and I launched it last year made my business an LLC and it really meant more to me because it does have that double meaning I'm a I mom love it, so though. I love it so much <laughs> and it's so easy to remember <laughs> yes thank you so much and it like it helps because I'm a mom so I it's for the moms that like a lot of times we can lose ourselves in our kids or we can lose ourselves in motherhood. So me like coming up with MILF beauty was for the moms still trying to get their sexy back, still knowing that you can still be bomb and you can be a mom at the same time. Yeah. That's not going to stop us. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and I would have to say what people don't know about me. Um, I am a huge gamer. I don't know if you can tell by the headphones, but I <laughs> oh, love to game. Came from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love to game. Um and not just like Sims a Sims player. Like I love playing Sims, don't get me wrong. But like I'm a Call of Duty type of girl. Um I really like to play games like that. So um yeah, I would have to say that people don't know that I'm a gamer. That's a nice mix to your beauty brand. Very different. <laughs> Okay, what is the challenge that you overcame but initially thought that you wouldn't be able to? Personal or business? So any any big challenge that you were very hesitant that at first you were like, oh my God, no, this is too difficult, I can't do it. But then you actually accomplished it and you were like, okay, I got this. Like, I got this. <laughs> I would have to tie this into me doing lashes. Um, when I went to school, I was really into makeup like I love makeup and so I knew that makeup and skincare were the two things that I was going to focus on I told my teacher I would never do lashes <laughs> that is not for me um we <laughs> had like a portion where we learned how to do it and it was like the really old school way where the lashes were not on a strip so they were loose in a jar and I was like I don't know what this is but I am not I doing this <laughs> that was, that was insane <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, like people lash with this, like there's no way. And so when I first was learning how to do lashes, I was like, wow, this is so challenging. Like, I think people take lash artists for granted because they're like, oh, like anybody can do that. But it takes so much patience with yourself, with products and like finding your your groove. Um, once I started to like really understand 
the uh, the details of lashing and and what really makes lashing lashing like a really good lash artist that's where I fell in love with lashing and I I looked back at my work now and I'm just like wow you've came a long way because that first set was it was scary <laughs> yes we all know our first set stories mine I think oh, took me man. over six hours to do and I probably got like 10 on there yep <laughs> but and you're like so oh my excited. god this looks so good <laughs> And then you look back, you're like, whoa, <laughs> that was not good. Like, whoa, never again. Yes. So unrelated question to business, but if there was one thing with a magic wand that you can just change in the world, what would that one thing be? Ooh, ooh, this is a good one. There's so many things that just in general that this world needs to work on um oh yeah <laughs> I mean <One>. wow <laughs> I would have to say like the first word that sticks out to me is equality and I think all the way across the board no matter what color what race honestly it's just equality all across the board for men women I mean mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community it's I would say that's just a broad word is equality. Um, we need more grace with each other in yeah, this world. Definitely. Um, I think that's a great I one. would have to say that's what I would have to if I could wave my magic just wand wave and just <laughs> <laughs> like change something, it would definitely have to be that. And um also I would have to say the homeless community. Um, you can only pick one. I'm just uh, kidding. Look, see, it's <laughs> so it's hard. It's hard so hard. <laughs> um, but yes, definitely, we have a, a long way to to go in this world. But I guess it's absolutely, also, it's also kind of a good thing because it gives people things to work on and challenges to overcome, and hopefully, with great people who see that vision for the future, will will accomplish it slowly but surely. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Now, how do you how did you get started in the beauty industry in the first place? Were you always interested in beauty? Were have you been always somewhat working in the beauty industry or did something spark in you and you're like, nope, I'm gonna transition into the beauty industry? So I have actually been in into beauty since I was a little girl. Um, I used to do my mom's makeup when she would go out with her friends. Um, I was super self-conscious about my skin. I always was in the mirror, like, doing different skincare and mask and um, sitting in front of the mirror and messing around with my little, you know, the little plastic makeup that you would get as a little girl. I would just be (laughs) in the mirror for days. And um, when I got older, I originally wanted to go into broadcast journalism because I love making content. Um, and I started to learn what a licensed esthetician was. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that fits me so well. Um, beauty's always been something I've been so in love with. And I started off doing makeup first. And then from there, I just started doing facials and really getting into lashes. And that's how and my that's business been your is, only what it is. job, your only way of earning money ever 
ever, right? Is that what I'm getting at? Well, I actually was in the restaurant industry. I was a server for a while, hosting. I also was a promo girl, so I would promote for, like, uh, Coors Light, Miller Light, and nice. travel, and <laughs> it was so much fun. Uh, but I, those, I, I just always knew, like, this is not – this is not what I want to do. And so ever since I would say 2016 is when I really started to pivot more into getting certified to be an esthetician. That's when I knew like, okay, this is it. This is, this is what I'm doing. That's great. Honestly, it's great to share that story because I know there's a lot of people out there who do want to jump into beauty industry and they do love it. But Obviously, like if you have no clients and you're just starting out, it could be really hard to earn a living because at the end of the day, we still, we still have bills to pay. Um, Absolutely. So it's nice to hear that, you know, you worked your way in the background into whatever job that you, you know, for you specifically was the restaurant industry, for some people, maybe something else. And then you transitioned into your, your dream or the business that you wanted to build. So that's nice to hear. <laughs> Thank you. So just to kind of um, uh, take a little break from questioning uh, qu- question you, um, let's take a little break and talk about motherhood and business. So how has that been? How has the, um, and I know you just also have a newborn, how has it been trying to balance out spending your time with the kids versus spending that time with the business, feeling guilty for the kids or the business? How has that been? So I actually come off of maternity leave um, on April 1st. So I will quickly learn what it's like to balance the two. Um, I would have to say as far as adjusting into a mom of two and promoting my business because I still have to remain active on social media um it can be very difficult I think the biggest thing for me is time management um I'm really big like okay I'm gonna do this for an hour and then I'm gonna make TikToks for 30 minutes and then I gotta get back to the kids so it's been good but like whoo it's there are days where I'm just like wow like today was a long day (laughs) Yes, I I could relate, and I totally have to strategically plan my days, even with grandparents helping with the kids or my husband watching the kids. Literally, it's like, okay, today at this time, you're picking up, you're dropping off, you're watching. Yep. I'm going to do this project. <laughs> but yes. it's, it definitely takes a lot of time management to be able to do it, even on my end. And I thought I was very, very good at you know, time management, but then when yes. you throw in a second baby, <laughs> and, and you're, you're like, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're like, um, maybe I'm not that great at it, or they just yes. so unpredictable as newborns, <laughs> so yes, you don't know, you, no matter how good of a time planner you are, they really throw you off with their unpredictability. Yes, they do. Yep. So would you say you've try to keep it flexible with your schedule and your goals in order to uh, manage the balance? Absolutely. Um, Especially with, I'm such a big routine person. Um, So 
I'm like, okay, this is going to be my schedule for work. I'm not working anything outside of these hours. And then, okay, I know that when I get home, uh, my husband right now, he stays home with the kids. So it makes things a lot easier because then I'm not like, okay, I have to run here or pick them up there. Um, so that part makes it easy. But getting into like a full-blown routine, so far, my newborn is kind of getting our schedule down uh she sleeps a little bit longer at night but like you said they're super unpredictable so one night i i might be able to sleep until six in the morning and then another i'm up like two or three times (laughs) so i think just finding like a standard routine for me has been like pretty solid but it works to be able to have like a flexible schedule because then i can be like okay I'm going to take a four-day break instead of a three-day and because I need that extra day. Yeah, definitely. I, I, would, I would have to agree. And I know a lot of people getting into um, being entrepreneurs or in the beauty industry or service industry where they can be flexible with that, totally, like, that's their main goal with, with jumping into it is to be able to have the flexibility for them to balance yes. it. Um, and the reality of it is you need it, you know, especially if you're trying to get back to work pretty much right away after having kids. (laughs) You definitely need flexibility for sure. (laughs) Would you, what was, what's the hardest part you think it's going to be once you actually start taking clients again? You said April 1st, so that's like tomorrow, right? In a couple of days. Yes, Um, in a couple of days. What do you think the hardest part is going to be balancing actually physically leaving the kiddos and being at work versus just doing this stuff from home? Um, I think the hardest part for sure is going to be leaving my babies. Um, you get so used to just snuggling them all day. And for me, um, Nova's only been home for a couple of weeks, so... It's like I'm learning my newborn all over again, even though I was visiting her every day in the NICU. Um, being with her every hour of the day is like, I like, ah, I'm going to miss leaving that. Um, and so, oh, and I would have to say, I've been enjoying kind of sleeping in. <laughs> Usually I get up Lucky really you. early. <laughs> but like if I get up with her like around six or seven in the morning and she'll go back to sleep, I'm like, Oh yeah, like I'm not gonna get up until the afternoon time. So Mama that's been spoiling me. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been definitely taking advantage of that. Good. <laughs> what advice would you give anybody else, any other mother trying to balance the whole work life um balance with the baby? The best the best advice I can give is be patient with yourself um, because we're this this is new for everybody. I learn something new every single day and I just having like that patience and that grace with myself like today wasn't a good day but tomorrow is going to be better um, <laughs> and just like coming up with a routine that's going to be good for you and your household. Uh, But I would have to say just really being patient with ourselves. We all have different types of schedules, but just like knowing like, okay, this is what works for me. If that's what works for you, then definitely run with that. Yes. And the flexibility of being okay 
what's being not okay is the yes. tea, I think. That because not every you. day, yes, not every day is a walk in the park. No. Okay. So what made you um, realize or decide that it's good time to go back to work April 2nd? Or April 1st, I'm sorry. No, um, you know, even though I'm a mom, I love what I do. My clients are also like my babies. And even though I love motherhood, I don't like to let motherhood just define me completely as a person. Um, And so when I'm lashing, it allows me to be able to escape into my own creative world. And when I'm creative, that's when I feel the most like myself. And so I was like getting into this this motion where I'm like, Ugh, I'm like, I'm bored. Like I'm doing this whole mom thing every single day, which I love, but I'm like, okay, I think it's time for me to go back to work because it's something so empowering about having something of your own and loving it just as much as, you know, you do yourself. Um, and so I was like, yeah, it's time to like reconnect with my clients. They're like my girlfriends. So we get to chatting and it's such a vibe. And so just getting back into that just helps me feel more like myself. So I was Alive, like, yeah, it's right? definitely time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I really think that, you know, people who are designed like us and I'm like that too, who really need that the the to feel the passion and the success and accomplishment without it we would almost not be good mothers like if I don't work and I don't feel like I'm gonna be contributing to I don't know the world in a way that I want to I'm not gonna be happy so my mental health is gonna go down and therefore I'm not gonna be a good mother so I don't know if I use that to justify why I work so much, but at the same time, I know anytime that I personally do have my balance and I do do my work and, you know, that that vibe that you're talking about, when I do feel that, I do end up being a better mother when I'm with my Absolutely. kids versus being with them 24-7 and then starting to, to kind of feel like stuck or angry in a way that I'm just only doing that one thing and that's like you said that's not the only thing that defines us as mothers absolutely so thank you for sharing that um oh something else fun um I made a note here that you did go viral on TikTok recently (laughs) (laughs) congrats on that that was so exciting thank you um so do you want to share a little bit about that did it um help change anything in your world or what how was it sharing your personal experience on there so I think when we all make TikToks we never really think like okay this is the video that's gonna go viral um so it definitely caught me off guard when my first video did go viral um and it was very interesting because I have been super personal about my experience over the past couple of months. And I was nervous at first. Like, I was really nervous to post it. But it was almost like making my own little video diaries just to help me get through um, my NICU experience. That was super scary. And when my water broke at 30 weeks, 
I was super terrified. Um, but making it so public was almost like making my own video diaries. But then it also connected me with so many women that have experienced exactly what I was going through. And I ended up mm-hmm. connecting with two other moms that their their babies were born a few weeks before mine. And so when I would see their babies go through the progress, I would be like, oh, my gosh, like Nova's going through that. Like oh. we're getting somewhere. So You're we would just keep in contact. Community and support. System. Yes, absolutely. Very, and it, was, very it was beautiful. Because it's also very scary to think about sharing, you know, a lot of times on social media, we see people sharing all the happy experiences, all the best moments and highlights in their lives. And we assume that everything's always great in everybody's lives. And then as humans, when we kind of go through a negative experience, we automatically shut down instead of sharing it. So having that kind of um, courage also to share so much of your personal um, story I think is also so beautiful and so so great for people because I went through a hard time with my first pregnancy too I didn't share too much I feel like I'm also one of those people who kind of shuts down when things aren't going my way um, yes. but I could definitely see how helpful it would have been if I did talk more about it with people who can you know help support me through that process strangers because maybe sometimes we don't have family or friends that could relate to us so um kudos to you for doing that and honestly um it's so nice to see that we're human behind our social media right absolutely I Um, I think if I didn't I would have I am a person to kind of retreat um if I feel like something because I love sharing the happiest moments of my lives but um for me I felt like going through this if I shut down I was going to shut off and I was scared of going through that that side of postpartum um Mm -hmm. and so sharing that intimate part of my life was like taking a big deep breath every day because then it was like it's it's amazing how much strangers can encourage you um so it was so beautiful beautiful. they ended up Mm -hmm. starting a hashtag nova strong instead of nikki strong and it was so beautiful to just have that support and it really kept me going every day oh so nice. I got like goosebumps all over. That's so nice to hear, honestly. I love that. I love knowing that there's good people out there to support each other at like times of need, you know. But um, absolutely. Congratulations. I'm so happy everything turned out great at the end. And your daughter's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. You have such a beautiful family. And it's so amazing how we both had a boy and we both had a girl literally, I think like the same year. We did. We did. Like a few months <laughs> on, like before and after each other. We were yes. kind of on the same timeline with that. Yes. <laughs> so is there a number three coming soon or no (laughs) no i um i think two is enough my husband was like you know i think we should get a dog and i looked at him and i was like i can barely deal with the two kids that we have right now are you suggesting that (laughs) i was like babe no i can't handle 
two kids and a dog right now. No, a dog is like a whole other kid. Yes. <laughs> Especially with kids, because my, uh, my dog that I, uh, my parents adopted when I had my own family, because it was too much for me to take care of. Now, my kids play with the dog all the time, but, you know, they're little. They don't understand more. So when nope. it's Alexander with the dog, it's so much work. I don't know who to protect. I don't like the yes. dog is a tiny dog, so I have to hold back my kid. But at the same time, the poor dog wants attention, so it's literally like having another kid. So tell your absolutely twice. Yes, before surprising you with the pet. Absolutely. What advice would you give to beauty service providers when it comes to working or um, working with brands or representing a brand? Um, I know you've been an ambassador of ours and I know you've worked with a lot of different brands. Like what advice would you give others when it comes down to that partnership? So first of all, consistency. I think being consistent will help lock you in to brands. Um, And just being willing to step outside of the box because when I first started using Yeggy, uh, your products, I did not think in a million years that we would be here. So it's really amazing where it can take you. Um, so just being consistent, really believing in yourself that you can hook and click in with other brands. And so um, I would just have to say be consistent, really believe in yourself um don't be afraid to really go head first into these brands I was really like I absolutely love your products like no matter what and so I was just telling people about them just because I love the products then I realized oh my goodness I can be I can work with this brand and from there I want to say I was a brand ambassador for like three years mm-hmm yeah, so, yeah honestly just... that's great advice because a lot of times people get scared that they're not good enough or like they don't know where to start and they think they have to have a huge huge following to even start reaching out or trying to work with brands but um yeah. the, they don't know that some brands really like to work with um with even just service providers not specifically huge big time influencers yes. because those are the real people who sometimes have the real following in the real industry so I think Absolutely. that's great advice for people who um, are maybe wanting to work with brands but are kind of hesitant because they don't think they're ready yet so like you said um, I think it's it's really good for people to just go for it and give it a try right it can't hurt yes <laughs> Absolutely. Well, wonderful. Um, Is there anything else you want to add to our interview? Those are all the questions I had for you. Um, The only thing I can say is keep marketing yourself. Keep believing in yourself. Um, And if there's something that you want in this life, go get it because there are no rules and there's nothing that stops you but you. I love that. And I think with that, we're going to close this podcast. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. 
please comment and send us questions. We'll be more than happy to interact with you and make sure you follow and check out Raya and her business. Let's support each other. We will link all her information. And um, like I said, thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review this podcast. Follow and engage with us on social media under the Yegi Project. And if you're interested in being a guest, email info at theyegiproject.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes.